0: Welcome to the Lake City High School Collaboratory where options turn into opportunities. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about college readiness, what that means and seeing if you really are college ready. Uh, The guest speaker on the podcast today is Mrs. Amy Alderman. She is our college prep teacher here at Lake City and she is a wonderful resource to be talking about this stuff. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, this is
1: awesome.
0: Um, So let's get started. I know that you talk about a variety of different topics in your college prep classes. And one of those things is really college readiness and figuring out if a student here at Lake City and a senior is ready for college. What are some of those things that you really think about and uh, support students in, in reflecting on? Sure.
1: So one of the first things, obviously, is um, we try to talk about academic readiness. Are you actually ready for the academic rigor of college? Um, one of those first things is... Um, Really simply, have you fulfilled all your requirements here at Lake City? Um, Do you have enough credits to graduate um, and move on to college? And then one of the other things we talk about is the schedule of classes that you're taking. Um, That can show colleges a lot of things about you, which classes you select, how well you do in those classes. Um, So we talk about a few different things, like making sure that your schedule is varied. Um, We talk about different categories of classes and making sure that you're not taking too much of one thing. Colleges like to see diversity in your schedule and to see that you've tried several different things, um, including different extracurriculars and electives and um, classes like that, that you can select. Um, We also wanna make sure that in those classes, your grades are showing positive patterns. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have really good grades all the time. Um, A lot of kids can get into college with grades that they might not think are good enough, but colleges think they are. More what colleges are interested in is the patterns that your grades are showing. Maybe I have a student that had a rough freshman year, but over sophomore and junior year, their grades get better and better. And by senior year, they're looking really even solidly mediocre. That positive pattern and showing that your grades have improved over time means a lot to colleges. Um, and just the opposite holds true as well. If you did really well in your first couple years, and then as you go on, your grades start to decline. That is not an awesome sign to colleges. And they might really question why that's happening. Um, so it's less about the, the quality of your grades. And it's more about the patterns that they're following. Obviously, colleges do have requirements for you know GPA and test scores, but um, the patterns are important too. And then one of the last things we talk about for academic readiness is kind of padding your stats a little bit. Um, yeah, GPA and test scores are what colleges look at, but also they're looking for other things. Um, one of the big ones is volunteer experience. Um, and what colleges mean by that isn't like one or two isolated incidents of helping at a soup kitchen or you know a, a homeless shelter, it's consistent and regular volunteering that has been a part of your life. So if you're doing um, YVA hours or you consistently work through an organization or a church with those less fortunate, that's something that colleges really like to see. And they also like to see um, work experience as well. They're looking for a well-rounded student and your transcripts a lot of times can show that just on paper.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think uh, a lot of what you said is so relevant to every single Lake City student, not just seniors, especially not just seniors, um, especially in the in the realm of grades. And when you're talking about uh, the improvement or the decline of certain grades, uh, when I speak to admissions officers, they want to see that improvement. They want to see the commitment to your own personal education. Um, and so I agree that that's a really good point for the freshmen to juniors who are listening. There are always opportunities to improve what you're doing, to potentially increase your volunteer work uh, to identify certain things that these colleges are going to be looking at so that you can work towards that prior to your senior year.
1: Absolutely. And I always have seniors too that ask me like, hey, if I took like a really rigorous schedule my first three years and then I kind of took an easier schedule my senior year, is that a bad thing? And the answer is kind of Yeah, like colleges aren't thrilled about that. If you've been taking consistent, you know, honors or ALP classes or AP classes for your first three years and then your senior year, you're taking a lot of TAing and PE, they're going to wonder about that a lot and wonder about your work ethic and what happened to you senior year. So it's important to kind of recognize what pattern you're making with your grades and your class selections and make sure that you recognize what that's reflecting to colleges as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Sure. Uh, so what about mental readiness? How can someone mentally prepare or what are the what are the tips that you would give someone in that realm?
1: Sure. There's a lot of new things when you get um, into college, especially in your freshman year, that transition is a doozy um, yeah. and it's a big leap for a lot of kids. So there's certain things and obviously you can never be completely ready, but I, I tell my students all the time in college prep that knowing what's coming is half the battle. Um, being ready for, for what's going to, be around you, even not necessarily something that you're planning to involve yourself in, but just knowing what your environment's going to be like is, is kind of half the struggle there. And then you can kind of, once you see it coming, you can prepare for it a little bit more, um, and recognize it as not something crazy or, you know, out of left field, this is expected. I'm, I'm okay. I knew this was going to happen and you can kind of work through it a little bit better. So, um, we talk about things like being prepared to, um, be on your own away from home and i know there's really no way to prepare for that but knowing that there are times when you are going to be lonely you are going to miss your mom and dad you're going to miss your siblings even even if you don't necessarily (laughs) care for them while you're living (laughs) with them they're the, the, the familiarity and the routine-ness of your life is completely upended and being prepared for that as much as you can be um helps helps kind of mitigate that a little bit. Um, There's also, I tell my kids too, a lot of times movies and TV shows don't portray this, but there's a lot of downtime in college. There's a lot of time when you're not in school. A lot of times high schoolers are in school, especially um, even for your first three years, but even seniors are in school five days a week for seven hours a day. Mm -hmm. And in college, you can have a full schedule and be taking even like an abnormally high amount of credits and still only be in school for four hours a day. Right. maybe 4 days a week and that's mm-hmm. a full schedule. So you have a lot more downtime and a lot of kids don't really know what to do with that because in high school you stuff it full of extracurriculars and jobs and significant others and friends and you may have none of those things your freshman year in college anymore. So right. figuring out kind of like how you like to spend downtime, what do you like to do and that's kind of a big um epiphany moment for a lot mm-hmm. of freshmen in college where what do I like to do on my own? So that's something they can start to think about before they go and kind of be ready for things to take up time, you know, that aren't necessarily binge watching Netflix, although no judgment, but I mean, <laughs> there's, there's other things to, you know, hobbies and interests. Um, I also tell a lot of my kids that are maybe more introverted to be prepared to be surrounded by people. Um, right. Even smaller college campuses are like little cities and there's people everywhere. Um, and you kind of got to be ready for that. It, it's it can be a bit of a a bit of a, a shock and a transition to be around people all the time. But I mean, dorms are noisy. Um, there's people in the halls. There's people walking around campus. Your classes, especially freshman year, might be very large right. depending on what kind of school you go to. So, being able to recognize that and be prepared to handle it in advance is kind of helpful as well. And then again, depending on what school you go to there might be a significant drug and alcohol scene kind of around your campus especially for schools with the greek system it's not necessarily something that you have to be actively choosing to involve in in a lot of in a lot of schools that's just going to be around you it's right. part of the culture and for a lot of my kids they're prepared and they're ready for it and a lot of my kids think they are mm-hmm. and they're not um, and i hear that from a lot of my kids that keep in touch with me that have gone to college and we chat afterwards saying like, oh, you warned me, but I didn't really get what that meant. It's like, there we go. Right. So something to just be aware of, too. You got to really be sure of who you are and what you stand for and what your, you know, morals and ethics are and kind of be ready for those to be tested as well mm-hmm. when you get to college. Um, and like I said, being prepared is kind of half the battle on. All of those
0: things absolutely and and uh this might seem minor but uh one of the points that you hit on as far as meeting new people and potentially being in in uncomfortable situations um for for many students who might not have siblings or they might do, they might, um, if they've always had a room of their own sure. <laughs> throughout their oh, entire yeah. lives, mm-hmm. um, freshman year, they will likely have a roommate. Yes. And the the great chances of becoming great friends with your roommates is, is obviously amazing, but um, you're going to be very different from the person who you are living with just four feet away. And so it's it's that challenging of who you are and what your morals are and what you're willing to deal with and what things make you uncomfortable. And being um, willing to be vocal about that and stick to your guns, I think, is really, really important when, when understanding your own readiness for these types of interactions. So Absolutely. that's a really great point. Um, and then life readiness. What components of that would you suggest for students to think about? Sure,
1: we spend kind of a significant amount of time on this, especially in my college uh, prep class with my seniors, because they're about to do it, and some of them are having these uh, you know, questions that are happening imminently of, do I know how to get myself out of bed in the morning without my mom waking me up because I slept through my alarm four times? Mm-hmm. Um, time management is a huge one for college freshmen, and there's a lot of self-motivation that comes with that too. Can I make myself go to class, sit there and take notes when no one is nagging me or reminding me even, or telling me that this is important. It's really the onus of responsibility shifts entirely to you as the student. And for a lot of teenagers, especially those who come from households with um, helpful parents, we can call them that. <laughs> um, if they're from one of those households, this is a huge culture shock, um, and that is, it requires a lot of self discipline to be able to to do that for yourself. And I hear that a lot from my former students that come back. Um, so we, in my class, we you know we do time management strategies. We talk about really even simple things like setting multiple alarms on multiple devices, um, giving yourself some kind of um, intrinsic or extrinsic motivation to get yourself up out of bed and get to class. Right. Um, a lot of classes also don't take attendance. And so there goes that motivation for a lot of college freshmen. Um, and they learn pretty quickly the cause and effect of not going to class, which is even though they don't take attendance, you'll probably fail literally everything that happens in that class. <laughs> and that's a motivating factor, but a lot of freshmen don't re- recognize that one until the end of their first semester right? when their grades have already tanked and we've got a major problem now. right? So figuring that out right off the bat is, is a tough one. Um, even simple life tasks for a lot of my seniors, they've been doing stuff like, you know, making their own food and doing their own laundry for years and Mm -hmm. they're just used to that. But a lot of my seniors aren't. Um, and that's a big culture shock too. What do I do when I need to wash clothes? How does a a washer and dryer work in a dorm? What do you mean coin operated? So (laughs) we talk about all of those things that, you know, here's, here's the system and here's how it works. And, um, even like, you know, money saving stuff about about laundry and food. Um, What do I eat when I'm on my own? And a lot of dorm dining halls are all you can eat. And everyone's heard of the freshman 15. And it's a thing for a reason that a lot of college freshmen hear all you can eat and they take that as a challenge. And without mom sitting there saying, Hey, have you had your fruit today? Right. Hey, are you sure you should be eating ice cream after breakfast? That may or may not be a thing that is again, intrinsic in a lot of college freshmen. So we kind of talk about all of that too. Those really simple life skills that a lot of us take for granted because mom and dad have been doing them for us. Mm -hmm. Um, how to make sure that you are doing those things on your own as well um, and being prepared to do them in advance, not Mm -hmm. doing it out of a panic reaction, you know, um, talking about it and preparing for it in advance is kind of what we cover in there as well.
0: That's perfect. I think that a lot of the topics that you just covered um, also Uh, lend themselves to being part of a family discussion, right? The entire transition to college is uh, obviously incumbent on the student to make that final decision, but it really affects the family dynamic. Um, There's obviously the financial piece to it. So these types of conversations about um, the academic readiness are conversations that students and parents could definitely be happening with the counselors, um, and with teachers. Mm -hmm. The uh, idea of mental readiness and life readiness are things that should happen at the dinner table or on your way to practice um, the reality of the financial strain that college has is is definitely something that should be part of the conversation and there are so many resources that uh, teachers like you who are teaching these classes uh, want to give to students and you have this information Um, the College and Career Center is outfitted to provide this information to students Um, but these conversations it's never too early to have them because there are different components do you have anything else to add as far as different resources or um, ways for students to get ready? Sure. I'm, I
1: just like, I think I just want to reinforce the the family dynamic as well. I think a lot of college uh incoming college freshmen. So current seniors kind of don't necessarily want to have these conversations with their parents, especially those seniors with parents that get weeby at the (laughs) thoughts of even their babies going to college. A lot of seniors are just, we'll just talk about it later. Sorry. Um, And I get that. Absolutely. But at the same time, these are important conversations that really need to happen now. And your parents can actually help a ton Mm -hmm. with a lot of this. And for parents that are listening to this, you are a major resource for your kids with a lot of these things for parents to be able to tell their seniors, Hey, yeah, I'm a emotional about this. And yeah, I obviously don't want you to go, but at the same time, I want you to be as prepared as humanly possible. And I want to help you get there. So let's talk about the things that you're insecure about. Let's talk about the things you feel like you're not doing as well as you could be doing them. Um, I know a lot of parents of Of high school seniors start to do the whole, like, well, you're about to go to college, so you need to start doing this, this, and this on your own now. Uh, (laughs) And I recognize that propensity too. But at the same time, um, seniors need to recognize that when that happens, their parents are doing exactly what we just said. They're trying to get them ready. Um, And that's a family Effort as well.
0: Totally. Totally. That's a a great point. Uh, If there are any further questions, um, would students be able to reach out to you? I definitely encourage juniors who are potentially interested in your class to talk to their counselors about taking that. Um, And uh, sophomores this year who are looking into taking the class definitely should consider it. And yeah, reach out to the College and Career Center, reach out to college prep teachers like Mrs. Alderman here at Lake City. She is an amazing resource. Reach out to the counselors. Um, Anyone at Lake City High School is prepared to be able to support students and families on their quest for uh, the next step. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Amy.
1: Thank you so much for having me.